Welcome back, Closing Time fans. It is Season 3. Coming to you live, Wednesday, Wednesday, be there, be there. If it's Wednesday and you're listening, well, obviously you followed our directions. But if you didn't, if you, oh my God, if you didn't follow our directions and you didn't show up on Wednesday, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, what the hell, guys, okay? <laughs> you're listening to God's Favorite Pod and we're not even saying cuss words in this now. So get up and get listening if you're not listening right now. I don't know how you're going to know that. But you should know that exactly. instinctively. We've been promoting it. You should We've feel- been saying season three is coming. Here's the thing. We never, ever fail the vibe test. So you should know just from the vibes around the universe that the CTP boys are here and season three has officially been punted off. <laughs> we got to think of a better name for ourselves than the CTP boys. <laughs> I feel like that's like a, that's like a 1950 gang where they all wear the same leather jackets and grease their hair back. Oh my God. It's the CTP boys. It's the CTP boys. They're never going to worry with this cover. Coming on the street in the hair slick back. Can you believe it? Anyways, guys, we're not in the 1950s. We're in present day. Our hair isn't greased back. My hair is kept as always, in place by my nice fitted cap. Brain's hair is kept in place by his Jax Teller bandana. And nothing's changed, but everything's changed. Because it's season three. Here we go. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free. Like we said, we're changing, okay? Season two is behind us, and we're leaving some stuff in the past, including our broke boy behavior. You guys, you can say goodbye to broke boys because we have become mediocre men. No more BBB <laughs> from us, broke boy behavior. That's right. Hashtag that. Put that hashtag on your ass. We are not being broke anymore. We are now mediocre at best. Mediocrely. And we're men. Financially mediocre. And we're men. And we're men. Not long, no longer boys. No, yeah. We're leaving that in season two. <laughs> season two? No more CTP Bo- boys, CTP men. Dude, boyish buffoonery? Gone. Boys before men? Boys before men. That's us. That's our new group. Boys after men. No, let men us, after boys. Let us tell you why. Because I have had a bit of a culture shock recently. Yeah. I've been spending a little bit too much time having tea with the elite. Having tea, meeting the queen, the queen of Winnipeg. Yeah. Hanging out with Winnipeg's elite. And I know you're probably thinking, oh my God, you're so cool. How are you hanging out with all these cool people? Well, yeah. let me tell you something. I am on the shovel, pushing the royal shovel for the royal folk of yeah. Winnipeg. Hopefully you didn't hear me wrong. It was not the royal fork of Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> that is a buffet, and I do not work there, and oh. I do not go there. <laughs> Dude, I, I fucked up some fucking waffles at Royal Fork Buffet a couple of times. Anyways. Anyways, I also share that you fucked up a couple of toilets in the Royal Fork Buffet, but we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Oh, you stay listening. <laughs> you stay listening for some shit talk later. But now, serious business. Everybody wants to be rich. Everybody wants to be this. Everybody wants to be me. No, I'm just kidding. That's Cardi B. Anyways, <laughs> people, want, people want to be rich, but I think from my limited time dealing with rich folk, 
I don't know if it's all what it's cracked out to be. I'll give you a little a little example. A little taste. A little taste. So the other day, I'm going to this fancy-dancy rich store. It's a good store, Italian store. It's called the Lucas. That's where my dad, he gets his coffee, best coffee in the city, according to my dad. So I'm there, right? I'm shopping through the aisles. I'm looking at shit like you do in a store. All of a sudden, you could tell this lady's just rich, 40-year-old woman. She's got some interesting glasses that I don't understand, red horned rim glasses. I thought those were out of style, but hey, what the fuck do I know? I'm not cultured. Right? Yeah. I'm wearing the same shirt Charlie Sheen wore in Two and a Half Men. Yeah. That guy had one shirt and it was Vertical Stripe. And I'm rocking the shit out of it right now. If and I he lent it to myself. You. He lent it to me. He personally sent it to you. He said, here, Milan, you know what? You could use this. You could use the power from this shirt. That's right. That's exactly what he did. The power of Two and a Half Men. <laughs> so I have the power of Two and a Half Men. <laughs> I'm hanging out with the rich folk. And this lady with these horn rim glasses is shopping near me. Yeah. Not that near me. She's keeping her distance because of COVID. She's being nice, right? Mm-hmm. She's about 10 feet away. All of a sudden, she says, just talking. Not to me, just talking. Yeah. And she's looking at the shelf. She goes, ooh, this is new. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not really making eye contact because I'm kind of skeptical. Yeah. Because if there's one thing <laughs> where we grew up taught us, it's trust nobody. So I'm looking dead straight ahead. I'm like, what the fuck is this lady doing? She's like, mmm, yummy. <sighs> like, Okay. You're going to throw yummy out there. You're definitely trying to talk to me, right? Yeah. So I just go, yeah. <laughs> and then she looks at me like, dude, I'm not fucking talking to you. I'm like, why the fuck are you talking? Who just throws words out there like that? I'm thinking like, that's, do you work here? Do you want to talk to me? No, that's, that's just, there is an epidemic <laughs> of people who just want to be noticed, but not like on a grand scale. They just want to be noticed on like sm- tiny, like multiple small scales. She just literally, all she wants to do is be heard. She doesn't yeah. want even a pain to be heard. She just she, wants people to hear her she voice. She doesn't want, she wants you to just like give her like the, oh yeah. That's yeah. all she wants. She can see, she gets a rise out of that. Yeah. She's talking about strawberry jam to herself. Nobody gives a flying fuck. <laughs> I hate that. Dude, I hate that. The only thing, there's two things worse. <laughs> okay. First is saying yum or yummy. I just, Which I just, she did. Leave that in the past. The word, anything with the, anything with the, at the end like the hubby yummy yum is worse than yummy okay just leave that alone i leave that for martha stewart i don't know if she says that but i feel like that's something she says or daytime television right the second thing is people who talk to you on unwar- like un- unwarranted conversations with people yeah. when then you know that they don't want you to talk to them like i don't know if i told this on the podcast i probably did when i went to go get blood work done yeah. at the hospital middle of covid this guy pulls down his mask Taps me on the shoulder and just goes, can you believe this COVID stuff? <laughs> I literally couldn't believe it. Yeah. I could not believe it. Why would, why in the world would you think that I want to talk to a stranger about the validity of COVID-19 when I'm trying to get blood work done at a hospital? Yeah. And why is your mask down and why are you touching me? Yeah. Like those three, all those things together, that guy that never ran through that guy's head. He just wanted to have a conversation so bad. And what was he expected to get out of that? Because he wasn't opposing it. He wasn't opposed to it. He wasn't for it. He just threw it out there. <laughs> like a frisbee in the wind. Yeah. And he expected you to catch that frisbee yeah. and then make a good, perfect conversation. Hey, how, about that? Back to hey, how about that COVID stuff? Oh, I know. It's around, hey? Yeah. Oh, I hear it's all around. That's why you're here. Yeah. That's why I'm here, right? Yeah. Right? Okay, right? Fucking guy. Fuck, that's the absolute worst. But... I don't know if that guy was a rich guy. That sounds like a broke boy move. Yeah. Sounds that guy like, stuck Sounds in, like BBB. That guy's stuck in season two. Broke boy behavior. But I don't know, man. Sometimes, like, I'll be pushing the royal shovel at work, 
and these 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 rich people. I don't know. I know aggression. Okay, that's yeah. what I know. I don't know passive aggression. Yeah, I can't oh. do it. Well, you got to learn it, dude, because it's the it's it's the thing it's the of way the of the future. It's the way of the rich. I get it. But this guy, like for example, this guy, he walks by, and he just goes, "It's pretty loud." I go, "Yeah, yeah, it's it's loud because there's a machine going right." Yeah. And then he goes, uh, "Yeah, kind of ridiculous, hey? Ridiculous how loud it is." And I'm like, uh, like I'm just laughing like an idiot because I don't know what to say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he's just asking me all these questions. And then at one point I start thinking, hey, buddy, I don't have to answer your fucking questions. Yeah. You know? Just yeah. walks up to us. Hey, what are you guys doing here? Kind of loud. Then he just glares at you, like just looks at you right in the fucking soul. Yeah. You know? Why doesn't he just say what he wants to say? Especially yeah. when you have that much wealth and power, dude. Why don't, Why don't you just come up to me and be like, hey, this is kind of loud. When are you going to be done? Yeah. Don't go up to me and be like, hey, kind of loud. Yeah. <laughs> how many of you, I wonder how many orthodontists do that a day. You know? I feel like that's who lives there. Orthodontists? Yeah. Yeah. Orthodontists and like, I don't know, people like that. Lawyers. Lawyers, doctors. Um, I'm trying to think of some other shit. Like one lady, she's driving in her car. We're all working. And she just, she, I thought she was going to shoot us. <laughs> like, she's driving. She just hammers on the brakes. And then she just drives by at like five kilometers an hour. And then slowly rolls down her window. Just glares at us. Yeah. It's like, was that, what are you, sending a message? Yeah. You, you want to know something that just, that sparked that, you, that you sparked? What? Uh, this is the total opposite of passive, passive aggressive. This is direct communication. But it was such cringy direct communication. Yeah. That it was funny. I don't think we've told this on the podcast. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. The story of the guy who chased me around the bar. I don't think it was. I don't think we've told it. Yeah. You yeah. tell it because you tell it good. Yeah. So one time we were at this bar because that's what we do. <laughs> we go to bars when we can. hey Before COVID, we're out there. So we're, <laughs> we're at a busy bar. Everybody's in line waiting to get drinks. Brain gets his. He's walking away. And he just kind of clips a guy's shoulder just ever so slightly. A little bump. A little bump. I'm watching this whole thing happen. Brayden is heading back towards the dance floor. Who knows what dance movie he's going to do, but I'm sure something good's about to happen, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Trust me. Something good. Uh, something amazing was about to take place on the dance floor. And this guy, I just see him just go, <clears throat> he grunts. <laughs> I don't know why, right? He balls his fists up. He balls his fists up, and he goes, <clears throat> you could tell he's shaking his head in disgust. And he turns his head around backwards. I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. But he was fucking ready for business. Yeah. He starts chasing Braden. Not chasing him. He just starts, like, he's in a hot pursuit, but he's walking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he's walking, like, 10 yards behind you. And I'm watching this whole thing go down. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. Braden's going to get hit in the back of the head. I'm ready. So this guy doesn't know I'm with you. He's following you, and I'm following him. We're doing a whole train of following people it's here. It's a convoy. We're, convoy. Fo- we're doing a convoy. We're following the fucking leader here. Back to the dance floor. And I just see him. He's just shaking his head. He's just... <clears throat> fuck. <clears throat> he's just grunting all the way following you. Yeah. He taps you on the shoulder. And I'm ready. I'm ready to get in there. I'm ready for fucking action. I'm ready to swing. I'm ready to do some knees. I don't know what I'm ready to do. What am I, Chuck Liddell? But I'm ready to throw down if necessary. All of a sudden... He taps me on the shoulder. I'm literally fist cocked, ready to fucking sock this guy. And he just goes, hey, buddy, you know you bumped into me back there. <laughs> You're like, uh, oh, oh, did I? He goes, yeah. Don't do it again. Okay? And you're like, oh, okay. 
Good. <laughs> yeah. The funniest thing is I saw you right after he did that. I looked at you like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. He's telling me not to bump into him. He followed you for like eight minutes through a crowded room to yeah. tell you, hey, you bumped into me back You think there. that guy went back to his friend and go, his friends and went, guess what I did? <laughs> Told the guy, put a guy in his place. Guy bumped into me? You think I let that slide? No. Never. <laughs> not Randall. <laughs> Never. You think Dan's a guy who lets somebody just bump into him and not going to say something? What'd you say? I said, hey, don't do that again. But And he's not. And he's not going to. He no. wouldn't dare, dude. He saw both no. my fists were bald. Exactly. I was going to knock the vodka cranberry right out of his hands, but I just, ah, you know, I thought, now's not the time for violence. Yeah. It's funny, like, <laughs> there's that. That's direct, honest communication. That guy's a moron, okay? Yeah. That guy's never going to be rich because he's going to be pushing not even the royal shovel. He's going to be pushing shovels all life. Yeah. Now, fast forward to this. We're doing this work, right, for this fucking rich people. Yeah. All of a sudden, skip the dishes comes. It's 9.30 in the morning. We've been working for two and a half hours, right? And the guy drops off. He's like, oh, this is for you. And I'm like, oh, no, where's construction? He's like, oh, no, the homeowner sent it. So I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty nice, right? All of a sudden, the homeowner comes out. And I'm like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So nice of you, you know? And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem at all. So, uh, you're not going to be slow now, are you? I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm keeping up the pace. She goes, yeah, I wouldn't want you falling asleep on us after we feed you. I'm like, what, the, what are these fucking poison bagels? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you, you know? Yeah, you, turn, you turn to your crew, everybody drop them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These aren't poison bagels, are they? No, I didn't say that. So she goes, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want you falling asleep. No, no, no one's falling asleep here. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. So, uh, did you know you signed up to be a ditch digger? What? She goes, yeah, you're just digging. <laughs> digging ditches. <laughs> I'm just looking like, what the fuck? Is, what is this? Did you buy me this just to shit on me? You know? That's, First of all, I'm not digging ditches. I'm doing valuable work, adding concrete value to your home. That's her version of pranks. Yeah. <laughs> she gives you something and then comes out, <laughs> to shit on you. comes out to shit on you. Hey, here's a present, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Here, have some, have some fucking, have some <laughs> coffee and donuts, you broke bitch. It's so funny because you could tell like she went back in her house and be like, that kid should have stayed in school like Jonathan did. It's like, hey, lady, this is paying for school. Yeah. I'm pushing this shovel. Why? You think I like to be here? Yeah. I'm here because I have to be here. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Fucking worse. Okay, this is what I'm used to. This is what I like. Let's fast forward to where we live. Not exactly a broke boy area. Not exactly a richy rich area. Yeah. So in our neighborhood, there's a bunch of those things where it's like you're driving and it's like a concrete circle and then you drive around and you merge to everybody in them, right? Yeah. So I'm watching this whole thing go down. There's a nice, I think it was a Range Rover, pretty nice car, driving into one of those things. Also driving into that thing was a piece of shit, rusty, crusty, probably a Chevy Cavalier, fucking absolute dumper of a vehicle, right? Yeah. Sounds like a like a riding lawnmower, you know? Bzzz, that's how it sounds with trash. You get the picture. A so, real clunker. Our absolute clunkers driving. Range Rovers come the other way. Now, clunker, evidently he never passed driver's ed. Because he just races right in there, cuts off Range Rover. Range Rover hammers on the brakes. She goes flying forward. Her head bonks off the seat. And she gives the two hands to the sky. What the hell is your problem? Gesture, right? Yeah. 
Now, Clunker, he's not taking that. Why? Because he's insecure. He's driving a fucking rusty, crusty bucket. Whatever that thing Mr. Krabs owned, that's what he owns in car version, right? Krusty Krab. He owns the Krusty Krab of cars. So he's pissed off. The lady's got her two hands in the air. She's doing crazy gestures. She's trying to put him in his place. So he rolls down his window. I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to be crazy. I live for these moments. Yeah. He rolls down his window and he goes, hey, lady, it's a fucking roundy round. <laughs> the like a grand chess master, this lady slowly rolls down the window and goes, "Hey, buddy, the word is <laughs> the word is roundabout." <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, fuck you!" And he <laughs> gives her two fingers and drives away. Double birds are. <laughs> That's how you know you've lost an argument yeah. or an interaction is when all you can say is, "Hey, fuck you," yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh man, that was so funny. Okay, so. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but a while ago, the piece of shit car just reminded me of this. A while ago, I talked about this girl who had like had these really unrealistic, uh, like she's like unrealistic goals for dating a guy. And she was saying like how she, a little, and a guy will have to be a literal, literal angel. But it's like, who says that about, who thinks that that highly of themselves? That you they, met this person? No, no, no. It's a person on TikTok. Oh, TikTok. It's like, here's my rules for guys that I have to date. And let me keep in, keep in mind that it's going to have to be a literal angel to date me. Yeah. And I was like, you think you're, you think you're that great that you deserve a literal angel. Dude, okay. imagine thinking you're so great that you're going to list your demands and people are just going to come running. Yeah. I meet all those boxes. Yeah. Pick but me, it was like me. clearly pandering to the guys. Like, she's like... Like, uh, I don't, one of my rules is like, I have to be, you have to be friends with my friends and I have to be friends with your friends. I want to be one of the boys, like that kind of girl. Ugh, yeah. So this time she's talking, she's doing the, the top things, her, this is the, this is the theme of it. Right. The top 10 things to not talk about around your boyfriend. Okay. Keep in mind, this girl's never had a boyfriend. Yeah. So she's getting all this information from who knows who, where. So she's like, number one, you're never ever gonna want to talk about a guy's hair because they're really insecure about it, and like that's probably why your boyfriend wears a lot of hats. I was like, I guess that's true, but like, what a, what a weird thing to say. She's like, uh, number two, you're never gonna want to talk about their height. They can't control it. Yeah. So why talk about it? It's just gonna make them feel like shit, and it's gonna ruin your relationship. Yeah. She probably had like a thing going with like a bald dwarf. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Very insecure about those two. But things. also in my head, I'm just picturing that she did these things, and these are like learning experiences for her. Like yeah. she was like calling a guy a short little bitch or something, and he's like, yeah. no, I don't like that. And she's like, oh, okay, noted. You know? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, number three, never ever talk about how shitty a guy's car is, even if it sucks ass. <laughs> Because guys really take offense to that. It's their car, not yours. You should be even. You should be happy that they even have a car. I was like, ah, I don't know, but that's a standard you should hold. Right. Like, oh my guy, my boyfriend has a car, so he's good. You know. <laughs> it was just so weird. And then it like, seems like pretty basic advice because everything she's saying is like, don't shit on the guy you're with. Yeah. Don't shit on his hair. Don't shit, shit on, on his, his height. height. <laughs> don't shit on his car. Oh my god, if you shit on his mom, oh my god, <laughs> guys hate when you shit on their mom. Yeah. I have something I found. I tried it once. Ladies, <laughs> don't even think about and it. And the thing that was making me laugh was you already knew who this was for. It's for all like the 14 year old guys that like are just getting girlfriends that are like, yeah. Because like in the comments are all these guys going like, oh my God, somebody, she's the, she's the literal angel. She, she knows exactly what she's talking about. Oh my God, so true. How did you think of these things? I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's a universal rule to just be nice to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And her name is Spencer Brown on TikTok, and she's the worst fucking thing. It's the worst thing I've ever seen because she just thinks she's so smart, but she's just outlining shit that's obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like she's basically saying like, um, if you want your windows to be clean, you're going to want to use a towel and you're going to want to wipe them. He's doing the doc. She's doing the Dr. Phil. Yeah. Teenage version of Dr. Phil. Oh yeah. Your Dr. Phil impression was so yeah. fucking good, dude. I think, uh, it was Bill Burr who said it, but he just says obvious shit slowly. Yeah. And he goes, he'll be like, you need to stop hitting your wife. And the crowd goes fucking crazy. Yeah. Husbands don't hit wives. Fucking standing yeah! over. Husbands don't hit wives. And then, then this, he makes the guest cry inevitably. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You could talk. There's one person in the audience. Oh my god. And then you go, like, oh my god. It's just like <laughs> then, then, then pan to uh, the fifteenth shot of his wife. He passed to his hot wife. That's my wife, Rob. And we'll be back with their skincare routine later. I got a hot wife. If you want a hot wife, you got to use her skincare. <laughs> anyway, hi, I'm Doctor Phil. I bang my hot wife, <laughs> and I approve these messages. My wife's got nice skin. I bang her every night, and so should you. Anyways, Doctor Phil, certified wife fucker. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, back to your shitty life. What's happening? You can't live your life <laughs> in fear. And who do you fear? The man sitting next to you. No, and then this is always it. I want you to look at your husband. I want you to tell me, do you love him? <laughs> do you love your husband? Then, then the person's so afraid of their husband, they don't even look at them. They just look right at him. And he goes, no, don't look at me. Look at that monster sitting right next to you. And he says it with a little sassy voice. No, don't look at me. Yeah, <laughs> don't look, look at me. me. Meanwhile, the girl's in tears. Her little life is being ruined. Yeah, and then he just—he suddenly always picks one person to shit on. Sometimes he—it seems like he's shitting on the wrong person. The girl's like crying, and I'm like, "Hey, what gave you the idea to look at me? I don't know. Maybe your fucking name's written all over this building." You know, it also doesn't make any sense to me how all of the problems are always solved by sending them to a ranch at the end of the show. Dude, so you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna send you to a ranch. We're gonna get you right. And we'll see you next time. Hot wife in the audience. Let's go. And he I walks think, out with her. I think the the reason he always goes to the ranches, I think he's a Texan. And I think he just likes ranches. So in his mind, all of his core values have been solved at a ranch. Yeah. If there's a little shit kid, he'll go like, you know what? This kid needs some discipline. We'll send him to the ranch. He'll pick up horse dung all day. <laughs> we'll fucking see if he there's, lacks. There's no resources out there. It's yeah. literally just a ranch. It's just a ranch. He, dude, he sent that. What's that girl? Uh. That the catch me how outside about, girl, how about that? Danielle Bergoli. She sent Danielle Bergoli to a fucking blacksmith shop making horseshoes. And what did that do for her? You know, she became a fucking rapper, dude. She's making bank, <laughs> dude. She's probably putting a horseshoe together. That's where that's where fucking Gucci flip flops come. She's talking about horseshoes. She's talking about horseshoes. She's probably cleaning out the straw loft or some shit. And all she's thinking about is bars all day long. Yeah, exactly. That's where she took time to write, dude. She's thinking about how much she hates her mom, how much she hates horses, how much she's got bars. I can't believe you how much you nailed the ca- the cadence of Dr. Fuller. <laughs> if you're not going to do what you need to do, then why the hell are you even here? No, it's like even more, it's even more basic than that. It's like, if you don't do what you need to do, then how can you do what needs to be done? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil! <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. Sometimes he just picks a straight villain to be on that show. I swear to God, there's no way anybody can be that evil. Yeah. There's one guy on there. He was literally the worst person of all time. He's like 
everything he said is like how to be an asshole 101. They're literally at one point, everyone was booing. And yeah. he stood up and he was going, you love it. You love me. <laughs> <laughs> and all the women in the crowd going, boo, boo. And he's going, you love it. You love this. You want to date this? <laughs> I was like, what is this fucking Hulk Hogan? It's like Jerry Springer. I'll never forget. It was literally, it was like Jerry Springer. Yeah. It's like, no. where do you fucking find these guys? Uh, what's funny, too, is like, first of all, he's not even a real like doctor. He's just like fucking TV personality, <laughs> mm-hmm. which makes it 10 times funnier every time you see it. Yeah. Also, uh, what's funny is that apparently, that's not funny. Actually, it's kind of fucked. <laughs> you really think about <laughs> that it. He, that he pretends like he's helping people? No, 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 not that. Apparently, he like eggs them on beforehand, so it gets, they get better reactions on TV. Like, the, one of the people, I don't know if you remember, I think you said you watched this with your mom, <laughs> but the person, that one survivor that had an alcohol problem, Yeah. apparently like, he was like on the road to recovery before he got to the show, but he was still willing to go on it. Yeah. And then he like, they like gave him, vo- they like put vodka in his dressing room. Yeah. And next thing you know, he was like hammered on TV. Yeah. And then he did this classic slow talking. So you saw the bottle of vodka we put in there and that Tristan, that was a test and you failed miserably. Explain to me, why did you drink the vodka? I don't know. Cause I'm hopelessly addicted to it. <laughs> what did I say about addiction? You can't do it. You can't drink when I tell you not to drink. It seems pretty simple. It's a simple concept. You see, people drink because they're sad. You're sad and you're drinking. It seems to me, stop being fucking sad and you'll stop drinking. You ever heard of something called happiness? (laughs) Huh? I'm happy all the time. I got a hot wife in the audience. She's a great skincare routine that you guys should follow. And this is a one hour segment. You're only getting 40 minutes because the last 20 is dedicated to Robin. Yeah, he's 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 uh he's pointing to the guy who's doing the camera shots. He's like, give me more shot, give me more shots of fucking Robin. Or whatever the, fuck the funniest thing ever was one time, one time when that guy was saying, "You love this, you love me." They bad to Robin, and she's giving two thumbs down <laughs> like she's Augustus Caesar in the gladiator ring. <laughs> Boo! Putting two thumbs down, and the guy's pounding his own chest. Oh like my god! Fucking Jesus. You're a big reality TV guy. Yeah, I don't. It's not even your guilty pleasure. It's just your pleasure. You know what I found out? Okay, that was funny. Uh, is I like I said, Milan's not a broke. He's a, no more broke boy. Now I'm a mediocre Milan. man. I've officially started a career. Career. So I'm done school. Graduated. Not Hey-o. a big deal. Hey, uh, right here, right there, pal. Officially graduated, bitch. And I got a job where people are in an office, and they all really love. Uh, reality TV more than I do. Like I love, I like, I really love Survivor. People say that I should audition for Big Brother, but I never got into it. <laughs> more than I mentioned, that's a little fucking hey ho, how you doing? Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's an insult or a or a, what's the other opposite? Compliment. Compliment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, they love reality TV show there, but they love like the ones that we never would watch. Like they love like the Circle. What is that? The Circle is when the oh, host is the point of the Circle, and you're gonna think this is fucking crazy that this is even a show. They put a bunch of people in, a, in like a hotel, essentially, and they can't leave their room. Mm-hmm. They can't talk to each other. The only way they, they can talk to each other is through like this, the circle, which is like the online. It's like an online, basically texting. Right. But the whole point of the show is to, to make a, like a, you could either be yourself or you could be somebody totally different online. And like, so I could be like a, like a, a like a black girl mm-hmm. and I could portray that. Through text. Through text. <laughs> okay. And like try to trick them to believe that I'm somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so the whole point of the show is that you're just trying to guess like who the other person is. 
Holy moly. They love this? Yeah. They fucking, they love, they live for it. That, it's like that, The Bachelor, Love Island, all those shows. Holy moly. I've heard Love Island is kind of funny, though. I, I could see it being funny. Dude, do you hear about uh, the, the NFL guy uh, from The Bachelor that he, he came out as gay? He's an, he's an NFL player? The guy? Yeah. He was like on the like, practice team or something. Oh, okay. No, I didn't hear that. You didn't hear that? No. Oh, no, I did. You did tell me that. You came in my room saying breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny. Like I never watched an episode of The Bachelor, but it kind of struck me as odd because I remember Noel and uh, Cody Co were talking about it. And the whole thing about that guy was he was a virgin. That was yeah. his whole thing. And his whole thing was like nobody could understand it because he was like the perfect man, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think I got a little bit gay there. He's called him the perfect man. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was the perfect he was, man. He was, a fucking, he was an Adonis. He was a hunk. <laughs> and uh, it turns out he was gay the whole time. And then imagine being the person who he ended up with. Because I didn't know that was the point of The Bachelor, that they end up getting married. Here's another counterpoint, though. What? What a way to leave being straight behind. What a celebration of never being straight again. Yeah. That, dude, that actually is such a flex. Yeah. I tried all the hottest girls, and it just didn't do it for me. I'm a, I'm, I thought I was straight, so I tried the ultimate straight test, yeah. and I failed it in the most spectacular way possible. Yeah. Almost married somebody from it. <laughs> Turns out... Definitely gay. Definitely yeah. like men. <laughs> Definitely. I tried it all. Yeah. I basically went to the Playboy Mansion. I had <laughs> I don't know. What do they do on the, what do they do on that show? Well they tried they try to they try to woo the one guy. They no, said, I know, but like they, they give me a challenge they would do. I don't I know. I had a champagne bath with seventeen yeah. Victoria's Secret models at once and I still felt nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and I, after that moment, I should have known. Yeah. I should have I known. I should have seen it coming. Well, why'd you, well why'd you, why would you do it if you knew that you were gay? Why would you go in The Bachelor? Dude, it's the ultimate test. How would I really know if I never went on there and tried it out, you know? I, yeah, I can date one person, but what if I just really like them, you know? <laughs> so put me in front of 17 of the most beautiful women in the world, and then we'll see. We'll see if I swing, you know? What would be your... <laughs> if I swing Austin Powers? Is <laughs> that... What would you? What would be your strategy if you were on that show? Wait, which, how does it work? The Bachelor. The Bachelor. The is Bachelor is all the guy. women. Yeah, and then the Bachelorette is all the men. Yeah. See, you can see how I would get confused. There you go. <laughs> what uh, would be your strategy on if the Bachelorette? Okay. Well, first of all, that it, it, the whole outcome is dictated on whether or not you're hot. So we yeah. fail. We don't. We don't qualify with those men. <laughs> we're not fucking Adonises, so we lose right away. And our only strategy, if we're us, you have to be a goofball guy. No, your only strategy, if we're us, is you have to make that person laugh like they've never laughed in their entire life. You, you're like the court jester of it all. Yeah, no kidding. Every time they hard cut to you, it's like, hey, look at me, guys, doing a fucking crazy dance. Yeah, because she's gonna look at you and be like, oh, he's a wild card. Why don't you throw him in there? Keep him in. You know? Yeah. And you always bet on the wild card. But if I'm like, if we're like eye level with all the guys, you know, like we're we're the same, we're the same. Everybody's the same hotness. Mm-hmm. I think my strategy. I don't know. How do you really strategize that? I think you just got to figure out. You got to mentally manipulate. You know. Yeah, to become a master manipulator. Yeah, or you got to make the other guys seem like shit. You got to like subtly shit shit on the other guys. You know. Yeah. You know what I think my strategy would be? I would just be doesn't care guy. 
I'm like too cool for the whole thing, even though I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Every time they cut to me, I'm just like on my phone, just like fucking scrolling around. I don't think you could be simp guy. What's that? You can't be like guy who's like, oh, I, I just I want to be with you so bad. Yeah, you that know? guy because that guy just comes off as a loser. Yeah, you're first out there. Pathetic then. loser. You gotta be like overly confident. You gotta be you gotta be like overly confident <laughs> goofball. That's your strategy. <laughs> but like you don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. You're like, oh, like you're like doing the thing where dude, they, I would they be did go- a challenge once, dude. Oh, I couldn't believe this. I watched The Bachelorette once. Sounds like you watched a little bit more than once. No, I was really young. I remember the specific the specific episode <laughs> where they had, she had to the guys lined up and she had to go and she or no, it was a bachelor. So the girls lined up and he, they had to kiss. No, 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 it was a bachelor. <laughs> Fuck it, flip flopping back and forth. Bachelorette. She had to go and she had to kiss every single guy. And she stopped. at once. Yeah, like one after another <laughs> what in a row. The no, 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 I'm flipping back one more time. It was a bachelor. He had to kiss every girl. There okay. it is. He had to kiss every girl. So he goes down the line. He's and like, Andy gets mono. He's, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gets COVID. They all get COVID. Uh, goes down the line and he starts kissing all these girls and he gets up to this one girl and she just says, I can't do it. And they're like, why can't you do it? She's like, my boyfriend wouldn't like this. Well, it's like, why the fuck you on the show then? Yeah. She's on the show for the money, clearly, because you win money if, they, if you end yeah. up getting married. But like, what was she thinking? Yeah. Eventually, that's going to have to happen if you're going to win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know why this. Maybe we'll cut this out if this comes up as weird. But like, imagine you're going down the kissing line. Everyone's going like little pecks of the lips, and one guy just goes Dracula and just starts like sucking on the person. They were all making out, and the <laughs> weird thing down. was they they would finish kissing, and the and the uh, guy would just be like, the guy right. just the guy just wipes his mouth with like a yeah. savage. He's like, oh, a little a little wet on that one. Try the next one. Oh my god, I, I don't know. I, a little too much. A little too much teeth. I don't know. You know, I don't know how yeah. it goes on there. But yeah, I was fucking weird. Anyways, I don't know why I put you on the spot of what your strategy was. I just know that you're a reality TV junkie. You and if the- you're not yet, you soon will be. So you got to think about this. Here's, here's my strategy. If I know that I'm not going to win, I just want to stay long enough to relish the fruits of their labor. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going there. I'm fucking drinking all the booze. Yeah. If I'm going out and going out with a bang, I'm taking all of like the nice plush pillows. I don't care, you know? Like, Yeah. You got to be, I think that's the strategy. You got to be aloof guy. You got to be like, they'll be like, do you know who's getting the rose tonight? Be like, wait, what's happening tonight? <laughs> I thought we were- Rose? Yeah. Who's Rose? You know, just yeah. be, that, be that guy. When's the swimming competition? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about, you fucking dunce? You never take off your board shorts the whole time? You have fucking Quicksilver shorts on the whole time? You show up, you're wearing a fucking tank top and a fucking sweats yeah. the entire time? Yeah. Mike said he fucking hates you. Oh, he does? Is that because I kicked his ass on the, on the ping pong court? <laughs> When we played squash together. Anyways, you know what's so funny about a uh, reality TV show? What's that? Is uh, they're always in an exotic place. Mm-hmm. And um, my sister, she's she's gone to a couple exotic places. But she's like <laughs> gone to fucking Mexico twice. And she's gone to a resort both times. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's not like she's gone like... She's not out there mingling with the locals. No. She's in Puerto Vallarta. She's pretty much just in a nicer version of like a resort here. Like a hot... It's like a hot version of being like in an all-inclusive anywhere. Yeah. You know? It's all the same. Yeah. You have fucking pina coladas. You sit yeah. by the pool. Maybe you go to the ocean. You swim there. You swim a little bit. You get day drunk. If you're a kid, you fucking play around the splash pool. I don't know. She like comes back. She's like, oh my God, the Taco Del Mar in Mexico is so you much would, better Have you ever here. had a burrito before? You'll never believe the burritos we had on this, on this fucking resort where all the people there are like. Goes to Mexico, gets Taco Bell. Yeah. Literally. Oh my God. The Gordita Suprita Supreme is to die for. <laughs> have the you even had? Crunch, have you even had a cr- super crunch box? 
from Mexico? Yeah. It's different in Mexico, dude. The Baja Blast there hits different. <laughs> Uh, it's you pronounced Baja Blast there. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, hey? Have you even had fresh squeezed orange juice, you fucking peasant? <laughs> I bet you like pulp, don't you? You uncultured bitch. <laughs> Simply put the straws there just have a different texture. You know, it was weird. I don't know. Anyway, so she comes up to me and she looks at me and we're I mean, it's just quiet. It's just me and her. We're just talking. She just goes, oh my God, have you ever been to Mexico before? And I was like, oh, no, I haven't. She's like, oh my God, you've never been to Mexico before? How are you even alive? Yeah. I was like, you've been to Mexico twice. You've been to a fucking all-inclusive resort. Shut up. Don't act like you're fucking, um, who's that guy that died of traveling the world? Fucking cooking. I don't know. Anthony don't act Bourdain. Like, yeah, don't act like you're Anthony Bourdain. Don't act like you're Jackie Chan around the world in 80 days. Yeah. Because he went to Palm Beach. I don't know. Palm Beach is in Mexico. Whatever. No, and my only response was, I said that, and then I was like, dude, I've been to Arizona. Yeah. That's like when you're a little kid, you go on like one trip. Like, dude, have you ever been to fucking Minneapolis before? Yeah. Oh my God. This guy doesn't even know what the Mall of America is. He's never even tried all these fancy Mountain Dews before. Dude, Jeez. you don't even do you, Have you even had Froyo before? <laughs> I did. You know what my Mall least favorite thing people say? What? Oh, you never even have. Oh, he's never even experienced In N Out. Oh, he's never worst. even experienced In N Out. What a loser. Like, I'm missing out on fast food. You yeah. Know? It's not like I'm missing out of Chef Gordon Ramsay's fucking ratatouille, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Anyways. That was the absolute most broke boy move when I went to the store. Came back, had one Mexican bowl in a box and one thing of ratatouille. Put them on the same plate. Yeah. Rifled it down. The Microwave them both separately. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. French cuisine and fucking Mexican cuisine. Um, on the same note as vacations, this summer, guys, this summer, coming to you. This summer, coming to a beach near you. Two guys. Two guys, now known as mediocre men. They have, <laughs> they travel the province. From negative bank accounts to mediocre. Have they saved enough money to go on a super crazy cabin extravaganza? That's to be determined at your cabin this summer. Be there, be there. What we're telling you is uh, take us to your cabins because I think that we're good guests. Okay, here's the thing. We won't bring anything, okay? <laughs> we won't bring anything. We've talked about this before, but here's our official pitch to be your cabin friend. I'm an excellent tuber, okay? I could tube till my arms fall off. Right. Number two, fun all the time, okay? Exactly. Till the morning. If you want to go to bed, you can go to bed. We're not going to be that loud. We'll go outside. We'll go outside. But if you want to stay up and rage, dude, we'll fucking rage. Here's my pitch, okay? You're going to have to think about these things when you plan a trip. You're going to be thinking about food. And when it comes to me, you can just cut my breakfast right out. You don't need if, – if you're buying eggs for the whole crew, you don't need eggs for me because I'm fucking sleeping in. Why? Because I'm up all night. I have a thing. Either – I stay up till I see the sunrise, or I get up before everyone else. Usually, it's the first one because I'm not getting up before everyone else. And I go on the dock, and I dip my toesies in the water, and I look out on the horizon. And I do it quietly by myself, and I feel like I know stuff. Then I come back in, and I play a stupid drinking game with you guys. So, what I'm saying is, you save money on breakfast costs. You get Brain's excellent tubing skills. You get both of our... What's the word? We've already said good vibes too many times. Uh, you get both of uh morale boosters. Yes, morale boosters. Morale boosters. Okay, here's here's the thing. Let's let's be fair here, okay? Let's be fair. Let's weigh the pros and cons. Okay. Pros, like we said, we've already listed them. Less food you're gonna have to buy. Guys, good car rides. 
I'll bring a playlist. I have, I'm a big playlist guy, so I'll bring the I'll bring the tunes. Okay, I'm not gonna drive, so that's a con. You can put that down. <laughs> All right, I'm not driving. Con. That's number one con. Number two con. Um, trying to think. Oh, we're not bringing anything at all. So prepared. We might have to borrow a couple pairs of your shorts. But pros, our pros outweigh the cons. Think how much fun you're gonna have. Even think about this. Here's here's the perfect situation. Okay, you and your let's say your new, your brand new significant other, and you both of your friends are meeting for the first time, and you're all going to your cabin. So he's bringing his friends, you're bringing your friends, or vice versa. Maybe you're you're whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever gender you identify as <laughs> you're going to your cabin and your significant other is bringing their friends you're bringing your friends it's going to be awkward because you guys haven't really meshed yet well who's the two glue guys we are the glue that meshes you guys together we are the stripes to your shirt we are the bandanas to your forehead dude we're the spots to your fucking leopard okay so bring us to your fucking cabin and have fun this summer okay that's our official pitch and you can, we'll help you have some fun. You'll help us have some fun. And we can learn. We can learn from you. We, we, if you have a cabin, maybe you're a little bit rich. And we can keep ourselves in mediocre men territory. Do you really want to see the CTP boys fall back in down? Fall back down into broke boy territory? Of course you don't. Keep us in mediocre menville. Bring us to your cabin. Have some fun. Have some laughs. And think about this, you can avoid all the boring shit of going to a cabin, because we don't fish. If you want to fish, you can go off your own, but you don't have to bring us. It's not like you need an extra, those extra two bodies on the, on the boat, so you're skipping that. (laughs) That's another pro. I'm not doing any fucking... Here's one thing about us, when we go, when we go camping, uh, or anything, if it's a weekend thing, we're fucking primed and ready to go you're never gonna hear us be like man i'm tired i'm gonna go home you're not gonna hear that come out of our mouths even one fucking time mm-hmm. we are all systems go at all times i wake up my first thought how am i gonna make this day the most fun possible yeah crank a beer <laughs> if we're not doing beers we'll crank some orange juice and we'll get the day going i'll fucking i'm a master pancake cooker all right i'm also here's the thing you get fire nice because milan doesn't wake up early but i do so if you need somebody to go down to the dock and have a coffee with and some nice conversation, dude, come on, okay? Bring the bring the boys with you. Wouldn't it be funny if somebody actually accepted this and they kicked us out midway through? Yeah, they we like we didn't live up to our pitch. Yeah, actually, honestly, morale's low. Uh, you guys said you wouldn't bring anything. We thought you were kidding. You really didn't bring anything. Uh, the vibes are low. They give us a fucking performance review halfway through. <laughs> they give us a bad like review on TripAdvisor. Yeah, don't bring these <laughs> these randoms to your fucking cabin. They are not glue guys, dude. There's nothing worse than being a kid and your friend gets in a fight with their parent. Yeah, and they bring out the "Do you want Milan to go home?" and you are Milan. And you're just fucking sitting there. Yeah, you're sitting on the couch playing Nintendo 64. All of a sudden, hey, hey. <laughs> You smarten up, I'll send Milan home. I swear to God, I'll do it. And it's always right in the middle of a game. So yeah. you're tuned back. Like, what? Did he say he was going to take me home? What's, what's going on here? In the background, you hear. <laughs> I'll take Milan home. I'll take him home. <laughs> no, it's so true. One time that actually happened to me, because usually that's a bluff. The parent's not really going to actually send the kid home because maybe that kid's parents aren't home. It's going to cause a whole world of turmoil for the 
both parents involved. Yeah, it's like the it's like the we'll turn the car around thing. It's like you're not gonna turn actually turn the car around. But it does put a little fear into the kid's heart. But I remember one time I was at my neighbor's place and I was in the sandbox and his grandma started going, I swear to God, I'll send Milan home doing the whole thing, and then she fucking did. She's like, Okay, leave. I was like, What? I don't wanna leave. She's like, get out of here. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're making me walk home at four years old? She's like, Yeah, he's misbehaving and you have to go. I'm like, Well, I don't have a sandbox at my house. So yeah. this place kind of rules. Can I just stay here? She's like, no, you have to go. And I got bounced from a fucking grade four, or not even grade four, four-year-old sandbox by a grandma. <laughs> you literally got kicked out of the sandbox. Okay, you know what? Something that's weird. I got to say this. I have been seeing an abnormal amount of just fucking limousines everywhere. Where are they going? Where I know I- that's a totalist topic change, but where are these limos going? I get it. Like you're having a birthday celebration, but at the end of the day, what are you just driving around the block in a limo? Because you're not going to a club. Yeah, you're not really going anywhere. So are you getting a limo from like, and you can't even really go to like a patio with enough people that would fit in a limo. <laughs> and that's such a lame move. Yeah. You're going to Boston Pizza in a limo? Yeah. What are you doing? You pull up to a club with a limo. It makes sense. You know what I mean? It's not really graduation time right now, is it? No. No, it's May. Yeah. So what is going on here? Where are they? Are they taking it from house to house? Because that would be kind of dope. Like you pull up to your friend's house, you're like, "Dude, I got a limo. Let's go drive it around." You know, you go to Seven Eleven or something. I, I I don't know. It was just one of those things. Little short point. I was just like, "What the fuck is going on with these?" And what are limo? What do the limo drivers think? All righty, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in honor of season three coming, and we want to make sure that we're continuing to evolve, we're going to try to introduce more segments and more reoccurring segments that'll happen every single time. And one of these segments is this idea, if people really like it, of extreme pitching. So basically, what's going to happen is I'm going to give Milan an item, and he's going to have to try to sell me and you guys on this item or action or dance move or whatever it is. He's going to have to sell us on it, and he doesn't know it right now. I'll add some fun music in, and we'll have a good time. So without further ado, Milan's going to go first. And you can go as long as you want. There's no time limit. But you're, the thing that I'm giving you is I want you to sell us on the idea of bringing back the scissor kick in high jump. The scissor kick in high jump. Over the flop, because the flop's what they currently use. You have to convince us that scissor kick is the way of the future. Okay, well, first of all, in today's day, everyone's got a sore back for various reasons. You're sitting in your chair all day. Little kids across the nation are developing scoliosis. Their heads crinkled up into their shoulders. Is that really what you want for your kid? You want your kid to practice something called the Flawsberry Flop? Imagine that. That guy, his claim to flame is something called the Flop. Doesn't sound very good to me. What you want to do is a scissor kick. Think of all the cool people who have kicked in scissor-like fashion across the decades. One, throwback to the beginning episode, Elvis. Elvis kicked, kicked the shit out of people in his movies. Second person to do the scissor kick, Bruce Lee, over top of the board. Okay, he kicked through boards, you're gonna go over top of the beam. He went through boards over top of the beam. You get it, moving on. Other people did the scissor kick? I don't know, a lot of people, okay? I honestly wasn't in track and field, so I don't know where you thought of this idea. But I think I'm selling the shit out of it on the scoliosis thing. Every kid is having lower back pain these days. Little bitch kids out there are like, ooh, I need more lumbar support. Okay, if you're seven years old, you shouldn't even know what a lumbar is. How about you go outside and ride a fucking bicycle? Okay. 
to stop the Flawsbury flop, ride a bicycle, save a course, ride a cowboy. I'm Milan Horansky and I approve these messages. Beautiful. It's a good Beautiful. start. Beautiful. You, I thought I had to sell a product, and you took an obscure track and field reference. Yeah. You'll never know what's going to happen. That's the beauty of the extreme pitch. The extreme? Extreme pitch. Extreme pitch? Okay. Here's something you need to sell to me. All right. Sell me a device that as soon as you open the cereal box, it tracks down the, the <laughs> toy inside the box, and it sucks it up to it. So that you don't have to fiddle around and put your dirty ass hands into the cereal. For generations and generations, we have been living in a world where kids and adults alike can only come together on one thing. And it's the exciting feeling of opening up a box of Captain Crunch, opening up a box of Cheerios, opening up a box of your favorite sugary or non-sugary cereal, and looking forward to, to finding that simple, small, piece of joy at the bottom of the bag or the bottom of the box depending on when you grew up and that little bundle of joy that little tiny piece of smiles is the thing at the bottom of the cereal box now we're in a state where we're constantly evolving we're constantly moving towards something better and something cleaner and something less covety and so in a time where we don't want people we don't want hands in the bucket we don't want crabs in the bucket we want everything to be safe okay in a time where we need safe sanitary we need sanitary practices well we've created this product that i called the claw that opens whenever you open a cereal box it sucks the toy right out it's a revolutionary design that'll change the fabric of how we eat are eating the morning and so basically you, you could still have that moment of joy between you and a parent kid in the morning when he's tired he doesn't want to go to school and he reaches into that box now you don't have to dig in the box you can just suck it up for you and you can take that toy and you can enjoy the rest of your day ladies and gentlemen invest in the claw because the claw is the future i'm brayden solberg and i approve this message Ooh, and i already thought of the perfect theme theme song you put it in, you suck it, and you suck it. Suck, suck it. it! Suck it! You put it in, you suck it, and you suck it. You put it in, you suck it, and you suck it. That's how it's going to go. David Wallace from The Office. All The Office fans will get that reference. Uh, should we do one more, or should we call that? Call out a first I think first we, we send that out there. We see how it plays. All right, you let us know. Extreme Pitching, Volume 1, in stores now. In stores now. <laughs> That's going to be totally different than when we, when we heard it. Well, when he listened back to it, it'll be totally different with the music. All right. In classic fashion of this episode, we've been talking a lot about leaving our poor days behind us, leaving our broke boy persona behind us, and transitioning into mediocre men. So I want to ask you guys this. Maybe it was just me, but as a child, as a young, a young Selkirkian just trying to make it, not once in my whole life did I ever have Kleenex in the house. Everybody in my house just wiped their nose with toilet paper. And I don't know why, but the other day we're in the store 
And you're like, can I get some Kleenex? And I give you the dirtiest look ever. And I was like, why the fuck would you need Kleenex for? Yeah. What is the queen coming over? And you're like, uh, no, because my nose gets drippy. And I was like, well, drip dry, drip dry, buddy. Get back to the toilet paper. Who do you think you are? You don't need Kleenex. What is this, the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts? I come from a side. Uh, a household of dignified human beings oh, that wipe their yeah, nose over yourself. That wipe their nose you're with a, tissues that are not with tissue paper <laughs> that is made for that purpose. I don't wipe my nose with things that you wipe your ass with. Okay, one thing's made for your ass, the other thing's made for your face. So it's called a facial tissue, you idiot. Therefore, and you know what? Every once in a while, it's nice to get one of those ones that you, you know the little kid who has the little purple nose. Those commercials. And he's using a little eucalyptus on there. Yeah. Well, guess how your nose feels? Like It feels like a freaking dream. Yeah, well, you know what? I think that's where I get my internal motivation from. It's $1. It's $1.25. It's because when you don't have that $1.25 and all you have <laughs> okay. is an okay. ass wipe for your nose, if you grow up wiping your nose with an ass wipe, you're going to be thinking to yourself, there's no way I'm going to let this slide. I need to get... A better life. I want more for myself. Sure, you grew up in a cushy little world where you see the guy wiping his nose on TV. And you're like, oh, mom, come wipe my nose for me. I need eucalyptus. My nose gets chapped. It's sore. It's too cold out. Oh, mom, come help me. That was just my impression of young you. Meanwhile, I'm out there with all the fucking hoodlums. I don't even know what I was doing. I'm blowing snot rockets at kids. I'm evidently wiping my nose with toilet paper. Not everybody grew up uh, with a butler in their house like you, evidently. Okay. I was not fucking the Jetson. All right, man. Richie Rich, Macaulay Culkin over here. Oh, Macaulay Culkin's not rich. He's Dude, home alone. he was in a movie called Richie Rich. Oh, yeah, he was, actually. That is and true. he is Richie Rich, and he's marrying Brenda, Brenda Song. Song. Dude, my childhood crush. You had a childhood crush on Brenda Song? Dude, I had a big heart on for Brenda Song. <laughs> you had a little Brian Silver heart on? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, loved, I thought she was the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. I never knew that about you. Yeah. Childhood crush, dude. I love Brenda Song. I think what you more liked... Than, to- more than I liked Ashley Tisdale, to be fun, for a fun fact, which is not normal for me. Nor, not normal. Yeah, I think you liked her dumbness. Maybe, yeah. She was an absolute airhead on that show. Yeah. It's hot. Exactly. So <laughs> hot, dude. No. Because we're in like grade three. You're like, yeah, she's making a lot of sense. Yeah. Exactly. She lives the like, Brindle? She lives lives a single uh, lives a simple life. Remember that episode where she's learning how to drive yeah. and his park reverse neutral drive low? Yeah. And she was like the Prindle. Yeah. And Mr. Mosby was like, What are you talking about? Fucking freaking out over yeah. there. It's genius. It's genius thinking. Acronyms. She's thinking in acronyms. <laughs> it's like how I think. We're on the same wavelength. I could be her Macaulay Culkin. You could be. You kind of look like Macaulay Culkin if he never did crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Pokemon evolution of him. All right, ladies and gentlemen. What do you guys have to look forward to in season three? Let us tell you. You got, you got to look forward to more bits, uh, more time dedicated to each episode. Because we're recording. We made a schedule now, guys. We're not recording the day of. We're recording every single stinking Monday. Every single Monday. Because now we have a regular schedule. Milan's working. I'm working. And we're not broke boy anymore no more broke, broke boys behavior and no more broke boy behavior we're gonna be putting up more bits you're gonna get more bites hey who knows maybe we'll throw in some party mix maybe some nuts and bolts who knows we're having fun times keeping the fun times going around and honestly what else do you guys have to do you're trapped in your house you have no one else to listen to 
And honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you have few friends to begin with. And those few <laughs> friends got taken away from you. So you have nothing. But you have us. Okay? And all we have is each other. Aww. And ladies and gentlemen, I'll look into the camera and say this for you. It's coming out. Finally, after months of talking about it, years of talking about it, the video is ready to go. It's on a private link right now. It's going public. It's going public Thursday at 5 o'clock. And it's going to be huge, 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 huge. Look out for the teaser that will be coming out on the same day as the episode, which will be on Wednesday. And you get to look forward to that, baby. You get to look forward to a <laughs> fucking friend's <laughs> That's like the worst promo ever. You get to look forward to that, baby. baby. <laughs> Well, look forward to it, bitch, because it's coming for you. Yeah. You guys, look forward to it. All right. (laughs) See you on episode number one, and number two, and number three, and number four, season number three. Your boys out. Some other beginnings end